0: That top down shit.
1: Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro, player, player, and 64. Cruising you would say Exotica, I need some bows Hit the floors cause I need that flower in this hoe Nintendo Power with the power, you can run the show Flow heavy on beats like a tampon Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand up. Hit buck, hit the chug, Norris, now you're dead wrong Retro, play player and a N64 You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe will- Welcome everybody to Jeff versus The World Presents, a bully and a hipster, sports talk podcast episode number 18 um and let's just start it off i got my man shaheed like always how's it going
0: i mean it's going off okay all things considering first of all congratulations to the vikings on their well-deserved tainted win which is even better because i just love the irony of the saints complaining about pass interference so much that they basically went the damn congress and force the league to make a change that didn't work and they get boned by non-called pass interference play like you just hate to see it
1: you, you know what we gonna get there because the disrespect has been real uh we can we could just start it off as the weekend played out uh saturday we had the afc playoff games uh when we start off with the bills in texas which was probably other than watching the vikings my favorite game i watched because I mean it was it was an exciting game, but as we talked to each other, it was a sloppy game, too. It was not a well-played game. Um, these two teams, yeah, man, it was just sloppy. <laughs> Especially from the Texas in the first half. Uh, and then the great Josh Allen. I got slandered on uh Facebook for saying that I thought he was trash. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh the great josh allen fell apart uh but y'all yeah, all things considered he did play a decent game he's a young guy and like i tried to, to explain to somebody i was like just because he trashed now don't mean he gonna be trashed later i'm just saying right now his decision making is poor
0: oh wait you mean you can't just throw a la a blind lateral during the fourth quarter of a game isn't that what winners do exactly Exactly. Or throwing a or throwing a jump ball to a fullback. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought you just do whatever you do. Like winners win, and what would Booker would say? You gotta if you want to win, you gotta make winning plays. <laughs> Wasn't that like trying? Like he was slinging it out. You know what? You know how bad Josh Allen is, and the story behind it. Rich became a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Because of all the, well, partially because of all that noise about what Joss... like how they did Tyron Taylor and how they put Josh on the pedestal. And it's not even just like white privilege with him, because it's other white quarterbacks, if they did the crap he did, they would get slandered. I don't know what it is with Josh Allen where people just go above and beyond to defend him.
1: Yes. That's what I got. That's what I, I literally got. And it's a group, it's a group that I'm in. Um... Of people that i know so when i said it i didn't expect that this just oh you crazy you sound crazy i'm like oh my god
0: no it's it, a love i don't know if it's a buffalo thing or what it might be a buffalo thing i don't know what it is but it's a love of josh allen that is disproportionate way out of proportion to his skill level and his accomplishments like it is insane and he's not the worst qb it's kind of like his he does enough things where his ceiling is very high where you feel like, you know what? If he gets everything under control, he can look awesome. Mm-hmm. But the floor, the floor is the sword and the Ninja Turtles lived at. <laughs> like, think about anybody else that, the, That man threw a blind lateral late in the fourth quarter for no reason. And people just like laughed it off, like, oh well, you know, that's what young quarterbacks do. No the no, hell they don't.
1: No, they don't. Who they else? To, yeah. Well,
0: who else? If if you know Vince Young is out the league for doing stuff for people thinking he did stuff like that, and that's what I think about watching Josh. I don't like Vince Vince Young with more patience and lot less talent. Cause it's like I just watch some of the stuff, the thought process that he goes through making these plays is just abysmal. But people don't call like some people call him out for, it, but too many people are like, oh well you know he's young, give
1: him time. Yeah yeah yeah, that's he, what he, I got. He's young.
0: I mean, young is fine. Like young, he's like throwing across your body or throwing in double coverage or eyeballing receiver. That's young stuff. And people make that mistake. That's fine. Um, some of the silly shit he did has nothing to do with youth. That's just like, I'm just, I don't know where he's thinking. Yeah, I'ma am I'm going to try to hurdle a hurdle a linebacker. Cause I'm brave. i am that pass to that fullback, I'm like, are you kidding me? That sack they took on fourth down, like one, they went for it on that fourth down play even though it's kind of like either you kick the field goal or you punt Mm -hmm. don't go for it you go for it and then he gets sacked. and he just runs backwards i'm like (laughs) out of all the things you do on dude just you might as well just do the ball up and the fact you know it was really bad i was talking about some talking like i'm like not on one of these teams berserk all the playoffs because for all that Buffalo could have easily won that game because Houston was doing everything they could do to not win themselves. Like, I'm oh. just... And kudos to, to Sean Watson. He basically paints over a lot of issues that that, that Houston has because Bill O'Brien... Good Lord. He may have
1: saved save that man again in mean, another year.
0: He, and I, I think that's a disservice. That he's... It's funny. Every year you hear about Houston and every year they win between eight to 11 games and every year they look bad in the playoffs and it's the same old things. It doesn't matter who it doesn't matter who's playing. If if it was Andre Johnson and now it's, you know, um, what's his face? DeAndre Hopkins. If it was, you know, J.J. Watt or J.J. Watt wasn't playing or back when they had Mario Williams when they had Clowney or Merciless, when they had Arian Foster, and now they don't have Arian Foster. Like, they've always had skilled players. They've always had talent. They've, every single year, and it's never made a difference. And I'm just watching it, and I'm like, the fourth the fourth down play you're going for to fill the game, cool. Because it's kind of like, you know, put Buffalo out this misery. You get the first down, the game's over. You kick the field goal. Even if you make it, Buffalo can still score. A touchdown to win the game. A block, a miss you want to, you know, avoid that. I get that. You running a QB sneak with light ass Deshaun Watson. It's like, yeah. When the man when the man has a horrible offensive line, that's why he has to run around and do all that video game shit, cause the line is trash.
1: You know, I was trying to figure it out there too, because I'm like, this dude is small. Why are we doing this? This is this isn't Ryan Tannehill or who else does uh those QB sneaks? Uh Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. This is dude is small. He's already running for his life out there, so you're gonna chance it (laughs) him not getting hurt for this one yard? Man, just give it.
0: Against a Buffalo team, against a Buffalo team that's that's strong on defense and strong in the interior, I'm like, yeah, that's fun. But I mean, the game was entertaining, but it wasn't good. It was entertaining because both teams kept making mistakes.
1: Mistakes that you just couldn't believe. I mean, the biggest one is what you (laughs) said—he just threw a hail mary to a fullback covered with double cover. I was like, what the
0: heck?" A, jump, a jump ball, too. I'm like, this that dude ain't amazing. jumping. He,
1: Josh Allen absolutely thought he was playing mad. He absolutely thought he was playing man. He was hoping. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh-huh. And
0: you go on Twitter, you see the same people making the same jokes I make. I'm like, he really threw a jump ball to a fullback. And I saw like six six people I follow ask the exact same question. That's when you know something going off when people say the same thing. So... That game happened, you know, Houston wins in the overtime, and then it's the New England-Tennessee game. And it was funny because Mike Vrabel coaches kind of like, I-, I, can play- I can coach not to lose because New England ain't beating me.
1: That's what I felt like the whole game. That's exactly how I felt the whole game. He was like, I'm going to coach conservative because I don't believe they this offense this offense can score on my defense at all and again like i've been saying all year i've never seen the patriots run so many trick plays never and, Have every, to. and everybody's telling me oh i think tom brady coming back no no he's not
0: i mean he might come back i don't know if he's coming back
1: it's i mean it's it a funny patriots, thing cuz they said he come back i'm like i don't I mean, he's mean here's the thing robert
0: Normally you would say it's like sentimentality is not played with the Patriots, but it's different with Tom Brady because it's Tom Brady and Robert Kraft probably has a soft spot for Tom Brady that he necessarily didn't have for like everybody else that was on the Patriots. So it might be a whole, he might overrule Belichick with that, but I'm like, he washed and we've been saying it all year and we've been like, Oh, you know, you can't say about time. I'm like the man's what 42. And he's playing like he's forty-two, and they only have one receiver, the fake Hall of Famer Julian Edelman. <laughs> and it's like, you take, I mean, you take, you know, running works, you know, but it's not like they were a smashmouth running team like that. Like they're just gonna run down teams throat. They wasn't gonna run down Tennessee throat. Tennessee ran down their throat. So I made fun of Vrabel for making that punt. You know, like, well, why don't you go for it? Like that's coaching cowardly. I'm thinking he probably think Tom Brady ain't driving out the field again. <laughs> Like he's like he might do that once. He ain't doing that twice. So and he was right because this, I mean, I was looking the game. Just look sad. Like they don't have a, they didn't have enough offensive weapons. And Tom Brady's an old man out there trying to make it work in the win late night, and he didn't make it work. So plain and simple. And they it ended on a pick six. People still were all, oh, Brady might have some magic. He might drive it down. Like. <laughs> Have you been – and I've learned that a lot of times this is the first time people may have watched the Patriots, even though they've been on national TV because it's kind of like unless you're a Patriots fan or you just like football that much, a lot of times you might not watch that many teams be on your own. And it sounds like a lot of people really didn't pay attention to the Patriots because they're still thinking Tom Brady was Tom Brady and the Patriots the Patriots mm-hmm. because they've always been the Patriots. like, no, the Patriots were good this year because the defense was excellent. The moment the defense stops being excellent, the team falls apart. And Derrick Henry just ran them down like the juggernaut.
1: Yeah, um, I think a lot of people predicted this. You know, it, this this is a game that everybody, I'm not gonna say everybody, but uh, the majority of the people said the Titans were gonna uh, upset and beat the Patriots. And
0: yeah, it happened. Uh, the Titans just matched up well. It's kind of like they. They can run on people. And Ryan Tannehill, and you know the funny thing is, for all the talk of how good Ryan Tannehill has been the second half of the season, and he was, he was, what, 70-something yards?
1: 70, yeah, something like that.
0: That's insane. That's a playoff game. He didn't even break 100. And it didn't matter because they could not stop Derrick Henry. And you know how big Derrick Henry is? They put a picture of him next to Mark Ingram. He made Mark Ingram look like a child. Like a cruise away, and Mark Ingram was not a small man, but there Henry's six two six three two forty two, just running away from people,
1: mm-hmm. and that that just yeah. that wears on the defense. Uh, it, I I just knew it. I said eventually the second half, just they just that defense was defeated. Anytime he got the ball, it was just like, I'm t- I I'm got oh, to- not not this <laughs> shit again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just running over and over. They had a two minute drill. that was almost all running plays. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some college shit. This is kind of like, I don't blame them because, like, you know, they not stopping them. Keep doing it. You're getting eight to nine yards, of pop, over and, over and over and over and over again. And it's kind of, that's what happened. Um, that's not going to work next week, but kudos for them then. And, yeah, who does, they play, Houston plays who? Kansas, do they play Kansas City or Boston?
1: Uh, Houston is, let me see it. Houston is playing what the hell the... Oh Chiefs. Yeah, they're playing the uh, Chiefs.
0: Yeah, that, that game is not gonna look well for Houston <laughs> at all. And and Tennessee and Baltimore is gonna probably be like twenty to ten. <laughs> That's game gonna be boring. Like, it's going to be fine if you're a Baltimore fan. That game is going to be low-scoring and boring the way Baltimore likes it in the playoffs. But no, that Kansas City-Houston game, unless Will Fuller plays, that game is going to be a slaughter. (laughs)
1: Um, You know, I tend not to disagree with you at this point because you told me for two weeks, man, Drew Brees is not Drew Brees. In the back of my head, I just kept saying, man, I don't know. I knew, had, I, knew he, I knew we had a shot. I knew that
0: I <laughs> 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 No, that's Drew Brees an old ass man. Why do you think they keep I told you earlier in the season. Why do you think they keep doing all this silly shit with Taysom Hill? Because they have to
1: And speaking of Taysom Hill, yes, we move, we're moving on to the uh, Minnesota Saints game, which nobody gave us a shot. So I'm probably the only Minnesota fans uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and you because you absolutely said we had a shot. Um like you told me, was he invisible the whole game? Because the Saints shouldn't even have points. I'm being dead honest, the Saints really shouldn't have points because every time that man stepped on the field, it was like either we just was ignored him.
0: <laughs> it's 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 hard keeping track because he just lines up his many positions. But this whole we've never seen by like him like Cordell Stewart rolling his eyes like that. Taysom Hill is Tim Tebow with less, you know, with more humility. Tim Tebow could have had that exact same career if he was as humble as Jesus, but he wasn't. So he didn't. And for all, like I've, it's been a long time since I've seen a player that's gotten so much coverage. That's done so little. Like, yes, he made play. He made three or four plays. That's it. They talk about him. Like he Lamar Jackson, like, Oh, he did this. He threw a pass and, yeah, it's funny he threw past fifty yards because Drew Brees can't do it anymore.
1: You know, I, I it, you know what? I think it's just absolutely what you said. It's because Tim Tebow could have had that same position, and he's actually, like you said, humble enough to take that position and do it. So they're going to marvel at the things that he can do. I mean, so I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine, that's cute. He threw a touchdown pass, but he's a quarterback, so he can throw that. He's just like, okay, I, 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 he's basically, I'll get on, I'll get on the field. Whatever you need me to do, I'll get on the field because I know mean, my time's coming.
0: He's an athletic white guy. You know how that goes. For for the same reason. Like, I mean, Alex Caruso's top 10 in all-star voting in the NBA. You know exactly. And it ain't just because he plays for the Lakers. We like what we like.
1: Yeah.
0: And they like that type of thing. And I'm like, that's cool. But you have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and you're wasting time with Taysom Hill. You're only doing that because you don't trust Drew Brees past a certain point.
1: Oh, and talking about trust Drew Brees, but we'll get there. Because <laughs> the first thing I got to say is, man, how how different do we look with Dalvin Cook? Woo! We did, that, that whole nonsense with that Green Bay game just seemed non-existent with Dalvin Cook in the game.
0: I mean, look, it's life. I told you that. You didn't listen. I kept telling you if your team's healthy... Even with Stephon Diggs having the same invisibility cloak that Taysom <laughs> Hill had, several worked against the Vikings. Like y'all were going, y'all were gonna have a chance, because it's like you know New Orleans had a good record, but they had holes and had flaws, and if y'all could exploit it, y'all were fine. Even though y'all did y'all best to give away the game too, oh we did, so
1: we absolutely did. Um, but you know more than that, more than anything about that game is like I try to tell people, you know, like because I I know a lot of Saints fans, and you know they came for my neck. Texting me talking about some, oh, you know, yeah, you know y'all got the refs cheated for y'all. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. And I didn't deal with that for about two days. Okay. Guys. I would
0: just say this. Even if they called a even if they called a penalty. Mm-hmm. And let's just say y'all don't score a touchdown. Kick a field goal. Is there any assumption the Saints are gonna tie the game or win the game the, the way, way they were playing? The
1: way Drew Brees was playing, absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Like we acting like we didn't see how Drew Blees, Drew Brees was playing the second half or the whole game for that matter. <laughs> it's, it's like these old, these old QBs looking old in the playoffs. People are like, I can't believe what's happening. And guess what? Next week, if Aaron Rodgers looked a little old, don't be all that surprised. Oh, I, can't, I thought it was Aaron Rodgers. like, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Not the Aaron Rodgers from four or five years ago. It's current Aaron Rodgers. Let's accept that. You know, but it's like people don't accept what they're seeing. But yeah, y'all Saints, they get bold in that play. And I laughed because it was like, it was clearly passing the interference. They're like, oh, can't tell from any angle. You ain't sure. They ain't going to call it. And I know Saints fans was like, you got to be kidding me. But you they going to ride it. They going to ride it. They going to rile it the truck. <laughs> like,
1: we got to take it all- <laughs> <laughs> But you know what's funny about that is, is that I'm not arguing that. I would never argue if that was the interference, but I was like, it's been like this all year. If you've been watching football, it's been like this the entire year years. So I didn't expect them to. change You if you really thought they were going to change that, you're <clears> insane. <throat> that call was going
0: to no. stand. But here's the thing. People th- assumed that something like this was going to happen tomorrow you know, it's going to come to playoff time and this rule really going to bite people in the ass like it's not going to be implemented correct. Like we said that when we first started doing this show. And we were just saying it's, it'd be a shame if it happens to the Saints. Because <laughs> if they call it the cuz if they call it a play and they challenge it, it's not getting overturned. No, That's the, you know, but it's but it's just like, I mean, that's it's just an issue that the referees are trash. Yeah, that goes back And to we've it. just accepted that, like, we've just accepted that, like, it's human error. I'm like, it's a billion-dollar business. They be spotting balls, like, oh, it looked like he might have landed there. I think. I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I could, if I did my job like that, people would die. Like, I think that's the right dose. It looked close enough. That ain't how it work. We can't get better measurements. We can't, if you, like, the whole thing... What game? Oh, what was it? The Houston game? They caught the kickoff. He threw the ball to the ref. Yeah.
1: The ref ducked. Yeah. No, like, oh, he, duck. he just moved back. He just moved back and looked at him like, oh, the ball's still alive. Like, nah, nah I'm alright. <laughs> and they like,
0: touchdown. And he's like, oh, after reviewing the play and using common sense, the runner gave himself up. What do you think he was trying to do? What do you think is the last Boy Scout?
1: Like, you think he was, he was gambling? He,
0: he throwing up he just
1: throwing the ball at you, that was cause he blind. That was absolutely some nonsense. As much as I seen that all year, and this year, that dude was just some probably was like, "Hey, get that ball away from me, you jig." <laughs> it was like, yeah. "Nah, this ball alive."
0: I'm watching that, and I just started laughing. Like the NFL, it it never fails. Like it's always some silly stuff. So, and speaking of silly stuff. We go to the final game. You know, so I'm not mad that the Eagles lost. You absolutely shouldn't be. I'm. I look at it like this: team was already in there beat up. Mm-hmm. They got beat up during the game. But when Carson Wentz went out by basically getting speared, like like e Honda by the Clowney, and they don't call anything, I'm like, yeah, that's a wrap. Because Josh, Josh McCown out there playing like he playing with his kids. And if you play tackle football in your 30s and 40s, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, when you first go out there, warmed up. I'm looking good. I'm running. I remember when I was young. 45 minutes later, you grab your ass. You got a cramp. He out there limping. He like, ah, shit. I didn't think I was going to play like this. It's like, yeah, he he's the oldest man to have his first playoff start. We had three QBs in their 40s. Playing in a wild card weekend, and they played like they were in their forties. Like he did the best he could. He could it was yeah. like Josh McCown wasn't great to begin with. He's forty. He's barely. he got like a few snaps the whole season. Now he's in the playoffs. No warm up. No nothing. I'm, I'm surprised the game was as close as it was because the Eagles definitely had chances. They got to the red zone. They couldn't. They just couldn't do it because like, they beat up. Yeah, you know the line, like the lines hurt. Miles Sanders got hurt again. Zach Ertz playing out there. You know, Well, kidney's not all the way healed, but healed enough. You know, uh, the, yeah, the, biggest the, is the, broken, the biggest issue is broke. The biggest issue is a broken rib because it just it only hurts when you're doing stuff. I'm like, yeah, that kind of that kind of matters when you're playing football. So you see all that going on, and then you know, roughing the passer. They call it whenever they feel like calling it. I'm, it's the game wasn't what the game, and they couldn't stop DK Metcalf.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but even, and even, it even it couldn't stop them. It couldn't stop them the first time they played, but the difference was he was dropping passes when they played in the regular season, and he wasn't dropping them now.
1: Yeah, it, it, the way I watched that game it's, it's just like he said. It was just like you know what, at this point we did all we could, and it was and to Josh McCown's credit, my man was fighting, you maybe know? He was he's forty and he's like yo, he gave him this all. He did what he tried. You know he did. We he thought he could do it. It just wasn't enough, and that's been y'all whole thing all year. Yeah. The next man up, and it was
0: just like it just finally caught up. Next collar. man, next man up comes up to depending on the man. Like they just ran out of yeah. men. It was just open. I'm just I'm partially frustrated because like if once played those field goals or touchdowns, like if my whole like if once played the Eagles probably won because the same because Seattle didn't play a great game. They played a decent game, and that's why I'm frustrated because it's like it's a winnable game. The circumstances took out. The only thing that got me annoyed is, like, all these people coming to Woodworks tomorrow. See, Carson Wentz ain't a franchise quarterback. He's injury-prone.
1: Oh, boy. So, last night, I uh, caught this whole Max Kellerman thing. And he literally said that, oh, because this is basically, I'm just summing up. This isn't exactly what he said. But basically, he said, Carson Wentz' head injury is the reason why, basically, he don't trust him. Because he's not he's not du- durable, and I was like, "It's his fucking head." And everybody on the panel was saying that it's his head. What are you talking about? He got hit in the head. How can he control that?
0: You know, Brandon Stokely said the same thing, and I'm like, you remember Brandon Stokely? Yeah. Why? You remember? You know know why he retired? Concussions. concussions. Yeah, concussions. As people point out, like, so it's, it's Tori Holt was saying that. It was a lot of players saying that stuff. Oh, here we go again, another injury. I'm like, let me hit you in the head with a bat and see how injury-prone you are. Like, he got spared in the back of the head by big-ass Damian Clowney and didn't hit the turf without protecting himself. So what you think going to happen? Yes, it's I mean. a head injury. I am with... What, what, what kills me about this... They make this big deal about CTE. We got to protect the players. We can't do this. We can't do that. Because, you know, we can't. We're tired of having retired players blow their brains out. Or can't remember how to go home. But then this happened in the playoffs. It was like, oh, he's a pussy. I'm sorry he's not Wolverine. Like, what What was he supposed to do? And you know what? If he probably had it his way, he probably would have played. The doctors probably protect them from himself as they should. Because it's kind of like you want to have a career. You don't be like, you know, Troy Aikman retired because of concussions. Steve Young retired because of concussions. We had a lot of players retired because of injuries and head injuries, and we've accepted that. We just went through all this with Andrew Luck like, you know what? Maybe I ain't got it no more. My body keeps falling apart. I'm tired of the rehab. We saw with Patrick Willis. We see what a lot of players now, they like 28, 31, year, 31 years old. they the deuces. I'm out. I got my money. I'm done. You think Carson Wentz really like, uh oh, nah, I ain't got it no more. Like, he was mad. He, that's that's what's sickening about football culture. Josh McCown's crying because he felt like he let the team down, even though he only played because somebody got hurt. Carson Wentz apologizing to everybody because he got hurt. I'm sorry I wasn't there.
1: It wasn't your fault. Yeah, and they basically telling him that, like, yo, chill. We know it won't, you know, we know it wasn't your fault. What you can do is out of your hands.
0: But you know why he's saying that? Because people like Max Kellerman and people like Torrey Holt, and people like Jacina Anderson. Like, media and players saying that, oh, you know, it's always something. I guess you can't trust him. Like, he he sprained the ankle. Like,
1: it's it's it's, injury. This is just the most batshit thing I've ever heard or seen going on. I'm like, it wasn't his leg. It wasn't his arm. It It was a dirty hit. I'm not saying he's a dirty player, but I think it was a dirty hit that basically took him out of the game.
0: I mean, and even if it was, what if somebody clipped his leg? He blew his knee out. Oh, you can't trust him. His, he just needs to keep his leg from turning sideways. Like, football is bad on the human body to begin with. And me and Cam always jokingly get into it because we make these jokes. He always say, like, health is a skill. And I'm always like, if it's a skill, how do you build it up? It's not an RPG where if I do enough, to- I drink enough tonics, my health stays up. Like it ain't no heart containers like Legend of Zelda. Like I don't know how you prevent a head injury when you can't see the guy coming. Like what he was supposed to do. It was, it was a borderline dirty hit from a big ass man. And he aimed head first. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, like he aimed and I saw it. And they were, I all saying, oh I ain't see. I'm like, I saw it. You know, I saw it on TV and I saw the replay. And people were like, where the flag at? Like that shit was that shit was ridiculous. And Clowney has has done that with the, he did that with Eagles last year. He damn near hit Nick Foles with a sling blade one time. They ain't called shit. So Clowney has a reputation, like, you know, playing tough. But even that like, I'm not saying referees are the issue. Referees, that's not the reason why Eagles lost. Eagles couldn't execute and they just had too many injuries. I'm just this whole thing, like, oh Cart you know. I see people, are we sure about Carson Wentz? Last week, it's like Carson Wentz threw for 4,000 yards with no wide receivers and was fifth in touchdowns. And it's like, oh, you had any doubts? You don't have any more. He gets hurt, and now we doubt doubting him again because he got hit in the back of the head. And that's why I'm like, sports media, they just need stuff to talk about. I think half the time they don't even believe the shit they say. It's like,
1: yeah. we need
0: to talk. We need a talking point. We need to fill up some airtime. We have discussion. So we'll get one guy to argue this point. We'll have a bunch of guys argue the other point. We go on and on. And it's just a shame because, like, you have smart people like Darren Olowski or Shannon Sharp that use common sense breaking it down. And you have numbskulls that sound like numbskulls. Oh, well, you know, I ain't sure. Like that. Like, I don't know. Why, why am I here for my Skandrick? Scandrick? <laughs> Yo,
1: I, I texted you. Like, I, was like, I was like, okay, I'm late. I know I'm late, like usual. But anyway, I saw it, and I was like, Oh my god,
0: why is Shannon Sharp doing this to this man? But then I was like, nah, he absolutely deserves this. And Shannon was nice. Shannon could have made him cry if he wanted. Yeah. Shannon Sharp is a bully. Yeah. If you ask, like, like, trust me, you call me a bully. I ain't got nothing on Shannon Sharp. And, and the whole thing is like, yeah, they brought you in to show, up, to show up the secondary and you didn't last three weeks. Think about all the injuries they had. You still couldn't keep it, you still couldn't even help them.
1: They say you up here sitting with us talking. Oh, boy, he was hot about that. He was hot. I mean, because it, cause it's the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was talking. Like, and I didn't uh, – was he like – I saw his little thing he put out laughing. I don't know if he was laughing at the Eagles losing.
0: I don't yeah, know he was laughing that. at –
1: yeah, yes. Oh, okay. He
0: was I, laughing at the Eagles losing. He's had – I don't know. You know what's hilarious? Kansas City signed him. Kansas City cut him. The Eagles signed him, cut him, signed him again, cut him. I didn't see anybody else getting him a job. The Cowboys could have signed him if they wanted him. Any other team could have signed him if they wanted him, but he's sitting there unemployed. He mad at the Eagles. Yeah, should be mad at How come I'm, I'm, I'm truly a Cowboy? The Cowboys don't feel the same way. And it's funny where Eagles players like, I never trusted him anyway. He was always a Cowboy. <laughs> and no, players don't be talking. Only players don't even say that on the record. They're like, ah, you know, it is what it is. We just here playing. And Nigel Brandon, like, I never trusted his ass. He was a snake.
1: They treat that man like he Christopher Williams on New Jack City.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why when Andrea left you. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to next year. Hopefully, we have less injuries because injuries have been an issue the past three years. And that's why I really get frustrated because the general manager gets all this slant tomorrow, Oh, he needs to do a better job. And I'm like, the fact that in three years, they've won the Super Bowl, won the division twice, and made the playoffs all three years with all those injuries should tell you that he's doing his job. Because most teams, they survive with a quarter of the injuries they have. Like, they play, they didn't have their top three receivers, their top running back that started the season, their returner that didn't start the season. They're missing the entire Pro Bowl right side of their offensive line. They had issues, injuries with the secondary the entire year, injuries with linebackers and linemen. They missed missing one of their starting defensive tackles. And they still in the playoffs, hosting a home game, playing, the, you know, playing the Seahawks. And coming down to the wire with Josh McCown at QB, throwing to a bunch of undrafted free agents and practice squad players. You can you know, I'm, they people brought up like, oh, the Eagles could have drafted DK Metcalf. A lot of people could have drafted DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. He dropped second. Yeah, I wanted them to, I wanted them to draft him. But people, when they drafted JJ Arcadego White Sox, people understood the logic behind it. And a lot of people were excited. And now they're using the hindsight. They're like, Howie Roseman can't draft. I'm like, you can't point that out and ignore Miles Sanders. Yeah. Or Andre Diller is like, you know, your top three picks, you nail two of them like Miles Sanders is they got a running back. He don't get hurt. They have the future running back. People complain when they picked them. Someone should have got this, this and that. Now, and like, oh, you know, it's cool. But it's like you're just ignoring the whole you can't pick and choose about a, a draft sucks because this guy instead of that guy. Because it's like you can do that with anybody and you can do it with any any team. If people really. I remember when DK, we can wrap it up with this. I remember when DK Metcalf was in the combine doing all this, and people was like, oh, he's real fast, he got muscles, but
1: can't run can, he turn?
0: can he run routes, can he turn? And, you know, people's like, oh, how are we going to know he's good? And then Seattle, I'm like, see, he's with a good QB. Focus on what he can do. You can always work on other stuff. Like people, too many times we focus on what people can't do. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's big and he runs fast make it work and that's what he was doing he was just running right by players when you when you, people give you a 10 yard cushion it's easy to run a curl route he just blown he just blown by the Eagles cornerbacks cuz he's faster than them and he can box out most cornerbacks that's on them and it's easy on the Eagles cuz the cornerbacks on Eagles don't turn their goddamn heads for whatever
1: reason it's almost similar. Not saying that this because Randy had a lot of off the field issues, but also too with Randy Moss. Cause he always said, Oh, I don't know about his route running skills, but he sure is fast and he's tall. Okay. You saw how that worked out for Minnesota for a couple of years. I mean, it's,
0: we, we just nitpick stuff to death too many times on both sides. And I'm like, I'm just hoping they have health, you know, cause they have cat space and I have to film, like, Harvey Roseman, he does not stand pat on stuff. They have cap space. They probably plan on freeing up some more cap space. More than likely, I feel like they're going to probably draft receivers and throw a whole bunch of money at some cornerbacks.
1: Please. Um, let's just close it off. But we'll close it off with his predictions for the coming playoff games. Uh, who do you got for the Vikings and 49ers?
0: Um, I'm leaning into, you know, what's funny, it's a pick them because I don't trust Jimmy Carapolo, but it's on the other side, like, but then that's asking me to truck to trust Kirk Cousins.
1: You like that?
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they like it. I mean, uh... the whole thing is like this. What if you're doing it, you're doing it. He did it. I mean, he made some mistakes. He played good enough to beat the Saints in New Orleans. Um, San Francisco has a much has a, a better defense than that, and they have a different offense like they San Francisco does their best to not let Jimmy Garoppolo lose the game for him. So I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know. I can't really call on that side. Um, Green Bay, Seattle. Green Bay. I I I, st- I never trust Seattle and I told you I didn't trust Seattle. And I'm like they beat they beat Josh McCown in a one score game. In a close game, so that's good. They do what they're supposed to do. They not beating Green Bay in Green Bay. Okay. It'd be fun. It'd be funny if it's Green Bay and Minnesota in the NFC Championship game. Oh my goodness!
1: The I Mid the
0: it. West explodes. I'm never gonna think that far. Go ahead, uh, Titans and Ravens. Oh, you?
1: Oh. Everybody calling that one. It's gonna be a close game.
0: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be. I got Baltimore. Baltimore's better with Chiefs and Texans. Here's the thing. The Texans can score, but they're going to have to score because they're not stopping the Chiefs. And Tyreek Hill's healthy, and Patrick Mahomes is healthy, and Andy Reid's got time to be in the lab eating his ribs, coming up with plays, and <laughs> that's oh. going to be a shootout. Dave, oh. that's the that's thing. It's, too, it's only two teams that's playing in the league that might... I don't want any parts with, and it's Baltimore and Kansas City for different reasons. Like, Baltimore is like how you stop Lamar Jackson. Like, that man threw for three – that man led the league in touchdown passes and ran for 1,200 yards. In the NFL, he's doing college stuff in the NFL. Like, And it's not like they have these great receivers. It's, it's, they have good receivers. It's tied in the running back base. But how you stop Lamar Jackson? And Kansas City is like Patrick Mahomes – under a normal circumstance, if he was a healthy year, he probably would have been MVP again. And I wouldn't want to cover Tyreek Hill. Jeez. I mean, that I'm slight, like, Tyreek Hill has that same ability that Sean Jackson has. It's just magnified where he's always fast. Every route he runs, is just fast. And it's kind of like, I got to run full speed every single time with this man. And I'm just hoping I'll pull a hamstring and he's faster than me anyway. Like, you know how you watch players, You know how some players like quick, mm-hmm. and some players just fast, and some are like quick and fast. Because Tyreek Hill will catch a swing pass, and they no damn, how you get twenty yards down. The dude had the yeah. angle. Just outrun.
1: If he get if he gets any type of open field, it's a wrap.
0: So that's gonna be. I'll be working that weekend, but yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson, he's he's great in clutch, and I'll say this. He's going to need to be because he's not, going to be ha- he's not going to have help from his coach and he's not going to have help from his line. And he's going to need to score every point he can get.
1: Yeah, he's going to have to do a lot. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs, Baltimore. <sighs> See, you got me thinking about this Seahawks, Packers. I'm going to just pick Seahawks because I, I hate the Packers. So uh, Seahawks.
0: Oh, with your homie Russell Wilson.
1: You mm-hmm. I mean, just hear him play one game at
0: a time We do And it's funny, I make fun of I don't have issues with Russell Wilson He's just kind of like If you want to hear a player that say every cliche And just sound like someone from a video game It's Russell Wilson
1: Cool Can you imagine cool. <laughs> the conversation him and Booger would have with each other
0: <laughs> oh, my, oh my god Oh, people making jokes about Booger McFarlane um, Oh no, we got to wrap up with this I know you didn't miss when he's like Oh they need to run a draw. They need to run a draw on third down, and then spike the ball.
1: Oh no! Yeah, I did miss it because when you would asked, I think you asked me. You said, "Did he just say?" And I was "I like, wasn't sure." I think I walked out. I was
0: like, I nah, it wasn't just me because people posted on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, "Are you insane?" <laughs> so your plan is you're gonna run a draw on third down, and then spike the ball to stop the clock on fourth down. Not Like, it ain't a fifth down. Like, what are you talking about? Ooh, that's why I put that thing. That's why I compared him to Tony Romo. Like, you go from go-bots to Transformers.
1: Yeah. Like It's funny that this whole year, that's been wrapping up and everybody talking about Booger got to go. He got to go.
0: But you know what's sad? He's still better than Jason Witten was. Because the reason why Booger got the job in the first place,
1: because he was good when he was on the field, and Jason Witten was horrible. Yeah, he, he's better to be being on the field where he's at coach or player, whatever he's going to do. Mm. Booker a little bit. And, and but of course, y'all know I'm going to be going for the Vikings. Um, but we'll close oh. off on, cl- Closing off on this. Mike McCarthy, new Cowboys coach. Thoughts?
0: <sighs> it's like you got an old version of Jason Garrett. If Jason Garrett didn't go to the gym and was and looked 10 years older, that's Mike McCarthy. I'm like, you might as well kept Jason Garrett. That's what I think. Aaron Rodgers has been established as the best QB talent-wise of his generation, maybe of all time. And they got one Super Bowl. And everyone blames Mike McCarthy for that. Basically it's kind of like you had the GOAT. And you like him and input for the gentleman, you had to go for his whole career. And you wasted his prime on your you know, vanilla nonsense and being lazy and not being innovative. And now you wanna, and that's who you get? So you want him to do the same thing with Dak Prescott? Cause it's like, oh, well, Mike McCarthy not gonna take any shine from me. He gonna do what I've said, he's gonna be grateful. For what? Like, good, no, as an Eagles fan, good. I'm glad they got Mike McCarthy. I'm um, kudos for him. They're gonna hold a <laughs> bunch of slants. Whole bunch of slants and curls coming. I get to see Dak Prescott be a worse version of Aaron Rodgers, and that's that's the problem. They not gonna win until Jerry Jones dies. He can't. His ego prevents him from hiring the type of coach he needs because they have talent to be successful. To be real successful, and they've had it for a long time. But he, but his Jimmy Johnson gave him two rings. He's like, nah. It's my, it's my, he's like Triple H and, and Stone Cold, like, you know. Uh, and he was like the Stone, he was the Stone Cold to um Jimmy Johnson, Triple H. is like, nah, he ain't taking my shine. Let's try to get him out of here. This is my show now. Yeah, Bill Parcell did the same thing. Like, you know, what? I ain't doing that no more. I'm getting yes, man. And all this thing. I gotta invite him over my house three times. Like, you know, I, you're like a son to me. I don't want to do this. Oh. Tell me, tell me how I can make this easy for you as I relieve for your this. Cause
1: I don't, you know, I don't need.
0: I don't want to do this, Jason. You've this been sound, over my house.
1: This absolutely sounds like some Vince McMahon, nineteen nine, early nineties Hulk Hogan leaving. Tell me how to make this come on, easier. <laughs> come, on, come on,
0: come on, pal. This is killing me. I just need. You know I want oh. you know, oh. Ted to get you like it's just, but you know we gotta move forward like Hulk Terry pal oh, be break. a pal to me
1: or oh, Brett brother, brother 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 Just go just go to WCW it'll be easier on me just go oh. uh Brett just,
0: just sorry about your brother
1: Brett. Oh boy, that's
0: ooh. yeah but no that's what I think about that. It's like is a for what? Yeah, that's. I think it's a safe. It's a safe route.
1: Yeah, I think it's. A, I think it's a safe route. But I also too think that it was okay. He won a Super Bowl, so that will make the players look at him in a certain <laughs> way. But I'm still gonna be running the show. I'm. That
0: still- he won a Super. Yeah, that he won a Super Bowl. Shit, don't matter if you don't got the. Did he win a Super Bowl or did Aaron Rodgers? Won a Super Bowl. Uh, oh, <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tricky. You know
1: what's funny? You brought the Super Bowl.
0: Mike Tomlin and Doug Peterson had both won Super Bowls. Yeah, Sean McVay gets more clout than both of them. Sean McVay never won anything. He just got to the Super Bowl last year. He missed the playoffs this year. I never heard people say we need coaches from Mike Tomlin's, you know, Mike Tomlin's tree. They just start hiring people from Doug Peterson. And even that, like now, people are like, oh, Doug winning with everybody. He's finally good coach. Like, it took this year to happen for people to stop questioning how good Doug Peterson is a coach. Because even then, you, you you rank top coaches. And after, like, Belichick and, like, Sean Payton is like, oh, Sean McVay, who's a young guy? They pick a young guy like, oh, Mike Tomlin. He's way down there because he's nice, but he needs to be tougher. That's what I always say about black They never say they're smart. they like, oh, he's cool. He needs to be more disciplinary. And Doug Peterson looks goofy like a soccer dad, so I don't know about him. And I'm like, this man winning with backups of backups. But, you know, that's how it goes. We'll see. Like, Panthers sign Matt Rule from Baylor. Washington got Ron Rivera. We'll, like, we'll see how things go. I'm curious to see how they with the Giants, too. And it's kind of like the same four names people said is what everyone going for. Like, you know, you don't have to hire people just because you said because they said you did. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to give Josh McDaniels an interview because Adam Schefter said, you might give an interview. Like, you could
1: take your time. You yeah, find this the right person. It's absolutely no rush. I don't think it was a rush to even get McCarthy, but I guess the Cowboys felt like they wanted to get the ball rolling or but whatever. our
0: man, because we don't want the Browns to get him.
1: Wow. Yeah. The, that the Anyway, that's, that's a lot to unpack with the Browns, because I'm just like, oof. If you take that job, you just know, you got to know what you're getting yourself into.
0: I mean, sometimes you just want a job.
1: Yeah, I mean that's true. I I, can, I see more of a college coach being like, yeah, I can turn it around more than somebody who's been in the league and know you know the history and know what's going on with that organization to a certain degree. I'll,
0: I'll just say this: good jobs rarely get open, cause like if they were good, why would the coach get open? like <clears throat> when Doug Peterson got that job? The only reason that Eagles job was open cause Chip Kelly was a maniac, <laughs> and Jeffrey Lurie's like, I gotta get rid of you before you ruin our team, cause even they, they were still winning games. It was like. He's wrecking my team. I gotta get him out of here for my team hangs
1: him. He absolutely. So that's why that job was. He absolutely was trying to make an all white team. <laughs> I don't know what was trying to do. Oh. It was like I'm trying
0: to get rid of all because it, it was funny where you heard all that, cause it because it's like on San Francisco he was cool with Kaepernick and all of them, but it's like on the Eagles they're like oh he don't like black people that talk. And it was like, the, and it didn't help when Riley Cooper was right there got a contract extension because it's like, oh, that ain't true. And you see Riley running a slant route and they let Deshaun Jackson go and trade Lashawn McCoy for nothing. And I'm like, you can't, like, it's hard to argue that when you see that. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, you know, he had Michael Vick out there balling until Mike Vick got hurt. But no, normally good jobs don't open up because they're good jobs. So you have to choose from bad jobs. You always, and it's like, a job won't get good till you make it good. Like San Francisco was bad till they weren't bad anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, on that note, we are going to be signing off for this week. We will be back next week. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world and on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can also follow me at the real Jeff versus the world on Instagram. And Shahi will not be giving out his information this week. You will definitely have to go back. <laughs> if you want that information. Uh yeah, and we will be signing off. Peace. Peace.